So I love these micro podcasts. The first one is cool. There was like 700 listens within the first 24 hours. So I'm going to pump out another one because I have some some info fresh in my mind. And if I wait till next week, I'll probably forget what it is. And by next week, I'll have some new info on my mind that I can share with you. So Jamie at um, on Instagram goes by at Northwest HVAC. He reached out to me about two, three weeks ago and he was like, hey, have you ever tried the Testo tachometer? And I said, no, I didn't even know they had one. So I did a little bit of digging and I found that they do. It's the Testo 470. It's a tachometer. Now, a lot of you guys know what a tachometer is and what it's used for. And a lot of you don't. And that's kind of the uh, the purpose of this of this mini podcast here or micro podcast as I'm going to call them. A tachometer, what it's for is to measure rotations per minute of let's say, for example, a condenser fan motor shaft. I'm going to use that as an example because it's easy. It's across the board. Everybody knows what a condenser fan is, hopefully. So if you want to test it, basically you take a reflector that comes with the tack or you can take a piece of foil tape and use it as a reflector. And let's say you're doing a service call and the head pressure seems high to you. The coil's clean, but you have this weird inkling that the condenser fan is moving slower than it normally does. Hmm. Your HVAC six cents kicks in. Now, you want to test that motor. Well, the motor has a stamped RPM on it, on the nameplate, rotations per minute. Let's say it's 1,700. So let's say you get your reflective tape on there and you point the tack at it, and every time that reflective tape goes through the laser, it's measuring a rotation very, very quickly. So let's say you put the tack on there and measure the rotations at... 1500 1500 rpm but it's supposed to be 1700 rpm well maybe you have a problem with that motor but i guess you wouldn't know until you created a baseline from day one but it can give you an indication that something is wrong with that motor yes checking amp draw can do that as well but using attack is just added information right you go to a customer you say listen this motor's over amping slightly and i use my tack and it's moving slower than the stamped rating on the nameplate excuse me now you have more information to show the customer and say listen i think we need to change this motor so that is the purpose of a tachometer now i use it for something different sometimes that a lot of techs probably don't do i work on centrifuges don't really do a lot and don't really do a lot of work on them but do some pms on them at a pharmaceutical plant a centrifuge is basically you put samples in inside vials it spins really fast and it's got a cooling system in it that brings the the air temp down to a certain temperature so we need to check the rpms on these centrifuges against what the rating is uh, or sorry what the display is on the control board when you set it up let's say you set it up for 5000 rpm well it's spitting at 5,000. How do we know that? We need to check with a tack to verify. That's one of the tasks on the maintenances. So tachometer has very, very uh, various uses, good uses. 
troubleshooting uses, commissioning, start up a, a mo- brand new motor. You want to get the RPM from day one written down, do it. Write it down. Every six months, you can check it. You can check the performance of that motor to see if that motor is slipping over time or failing over time. Many things you can do with it. The other thing I wanted to bring up quickly was check your setups, your troubleshooting setups, your leak checking setups, your evacuation setups. Check them over before you start your process of whatever you're doing. And I'm going to tell you why. I got a message yesterday. The message was, hey, I just bought the new Testo 557s and I'm not getting a sub or a superheat reading. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Send me a picture of what you're seeing. The pressures were there. The subcooling was there. The superheat reading was not there. I'm like, okay. Um, did you reverse your clamps by any chance? Just throwing things out there. No, the clamps were good. I said, okay, send me a picture of your line temps. So he sent me a picture of the line temps. They look good. Pressures and line temps look good. He should have had superheat. So I start looking at the picture a little closer. He had the refrigerant, refrigerant selection at 401A instead of 410A. Boom. Switched it over. Everything was good. So just take the extra couple of minutes to make sure your setups are good. It can avoid you calling tech support, getting all stressed out, uh, calling another tech for help him showing up to the site, who knows, like, who knows how far it would go. I've done it myself, switched hoses, switched clamps by accident. I'm like, what's going on here? And then I look at my setup. Oh, I set it up wrong because I was either going too fast or not paying attention. About a month ago, I was leak checking. This is why it's important to check the seals on your hoses, make sure they're changed every so often and not compressed down and even use nylog on your hose to your gauge. I was doing a pressure test and the pressure was dropping and I leak checked my setup, my hose setup, and I never had one of my hoses tighten onto the gauge properly. As soon as I tightened it, I was all good. So take the extra steps to make sure your setups are good. Okay, it's going to cause you less aggravation in the long run, guys. So that quick micro podcast, tachometer, how it's used, what it's used for, and checking your setups before you get all stressed out and start panicking, calling tech support, calling the office, whatever. You guys have an awesome day. Happy A-tracking.